listeners. Merry Christmas, Kwanzaa. It's that time of year again where things just happen. People being people, doing things that people do, waiting for it to all be over, waiting for January 1st. So the world can take a collective sigh and get back to real living. That's what it's all about. Real living. Well, I hate to say it to you viewers, but um, the back catalog over at the old website is nearly done. Uh, Beautiful Joe just finished getting uploaded today. I'm looking at my section here. Um, yeah, Weez is nearly done. Um, then you look here at what is left to get uploaded. And, uh, well, there's Beautiful Joe. Those are already added, so there's three, four, five more games after this. And they're all really short, so back catalog nearly complete. Um, I'm going through and moving a lot of these over to Daily Motion as well, but that's kind of more of a sporadic thing. I'll just like, I'm going to upload a game tonight. Game uploaded. Um, mostly because, you know, it helps right more exposure it's a good thing uh, once the back catalog is done though um, I've got so many games I need to just start hammering out um, the reason it takes so long to get new stuff done with this back catalog business going on is I have to take the time to edit and convert all the back catalog stuff but now that that's pretty much over um, I can start working on newer projects which is good and I am going through and replacing all the thumbnails for all the videos because the old ones I had sucked. The new ones aren't super great, but I think they're better than the old ones. You can tell um, if you look at the thumbnails for Beautiful Joe that just got uploaded. That's what I'm going for. Something a little more easy to see, easy on the eyes. A little more uh, personal to the game, maybe. Maybe not. Anyway, after after all of this and starting the first of the year, remember when we take that collective sigh, um, I have got a folder full of things that I'm going to be adding to the website over at the forums. Should be very good. Should be good. We will find out. Um, until then, though, things will be as is. Ragnat still has his stuff going on. Jade and Scarlet still have their respective things going on. And I'm hoping, I'm hoping everybody else remembers that Low Bias Monthly started this month and we need to get on it. Hmm?
Let's, let's review a game. What do you say? Let's review a game. Um, a game that's very near and dear to me. I loved it. I thought it was a great game. Um, I don't know... I don't know, viewers, where the um, where the hate and discontent for this game comes in, especially now around the holidays. We should not be treating video games like this. I'm I'm torn between two options here, and there's only one way to make decisions in life when you have two options, and that's to flip a coin. I don't have a coin handy, but I have an app on my phone. Let us flip a coin. We'll do uh, Heads from Overdrive, Tails from Flint Iron Stag. How about you like the sound of that? Let's see. That was not a good flip. There we go. Tails it is. Flint Iron Stag brings us a review of Final Fantasy Mystic Quest titled Oh My God You Can Jump Now. Oh My God You Can Jump Now! A Final Fantasy Mystic Quest review by Flint Ironstag. Or Flint Ironstag, or something. Flint Ironstag is my guess. <clears throat> the year was 1992 and JRPGs were getting to be big business. After Enix codified the genre with Dragon Quest and Square really got the ball rolling with the 8-bit incarnations of Final Fantasy, Sega, Falcom, and Atlas jumped on board to great success, and Namco, Capcom, and Taito weren't far behind. Enix was having to release Dragon Quest games on weekends only so that students wouldn't skip class, but over in the US, JRPGs weren't doing so well. I'm going to pause there and go back and read this first sentence. The year was 1992 and JRPGs were getting to be big business. Fast forward. JRPGs weren't doing so well. This left Square scratching their heads. Just like me. What could they do to pump up the sales of Final Fantasy in the US where action games dominated? The answer was dumb down the difficulty of Final Fantasy 4 when they released it in the US as Final Fantasy 2. I don't know why given how many NES games like to pound the player into submission, but I digress. Needless to say, Final Fantasy II sold a lot more than the original Final Fantasy, but not because of the reduced difficulty. It sold more just because it was better than Final Fantasy I. But the Square execs didn't come to the right conclusion. Instead, they decided to dumb down the difficulty even more and release a beginner's RPG in the West. Enter Final Fantasy Mystic Quest. The story is pretty rudiment rudimentary. But for beginners, RPG is probably about what you'd expect. The four magical elemental crystals have been stolen by a group of demons known as the Vile Four, causing widespread natural disasters. When his village burned down, a young man named Benjamin is chosen by the Crystal of Light to find the crystals and save the world from the evil Dark King, who dies when you cast Cure on him three times. Hint, hint. Spoilers, buddy! So yeah, it's pretty much the plot of Final Fantasy 1, but with only one light warrior. That said, he does meet some allies along the way, the axe-wielding nature chick Kaylee, the treasure-hunting ninja Tristam, the beautiful warrior mage Phoebe, and the morningstar-wielding badass Reuben. You only have one of them accompanying you at any one time, and they rotate out at set points. Bit of a step down from the four party members of the NES incarnations. 
The story's thin, but hey, you can look past that if the gameplay's fun, right? Well, it's not. One crippling flaw that this game has is challenge, or lack of it. This is seriously the easiest game I've ever played. Most of the regular enemies, spells, items, elemental affinities, etc. return from the main series, but they just don't feel like a Final Fantasy game. The 8-bit and 16-bit Final Fantasy games all had engaging combat, tough bosses, and challenging dungeon crawls that forced you to use your potions and elixirs wisely. But in this game, all that goes out the window. The enemies are so weak that fights barely last two rounds. You can get through the whole game by tapping the A button, healing in between battles, and using the incredibly broken seed item, which completely restores your MP and can be bought for relatively little. Incidentally, I believe the seed has never appeared in another Final Fantasy game. I wonder why. I never died once in my entire playthrough and never ran out of MP due to the existence of seeds. Seeds, by the way, Final Fantasy VIII. A little different, but you get the idea. It is somewhat interesting in being a 16-bit RPG that gets rid of random encounters, but the result is utterly boring. Enemies appear as static objects, which can't be moved or jumped over. If you're wondering about the tagline, you can jump on the field map of the game. You hardly ever need to use it, and it probably just was probably just included to give a superficial gloss of action game elements. Battles begin when you touch them. When you touch battles, they begin. That was a sentence. Battles begin when you touch them. You can hit the enemies with your sword, but it doesn't do anything most of the time. You can flee from enemy encounters, but the enemy still isn't removed from the map. Basically, you're forced to fight the enemies in this game, unless you can find a way around them, which is almost never. Combined with the incredibly easy battles and the dungeon crawls and mystic quests become a chore to sit through. There's not much point in even having party members to help you. Benjamin can use every piece of equipment and every spell in the game, with the exception of Tristram's ninja stars and Phoebe's bow and Reuben's morning star. And yeah. And is immune to every status ailment. Well, not really. Now I ask you this what's wrong with Benjamin being the only character you control? The original Dragon Quest did it, and that came out fine. Have you seen the reviews for that? People hated that game. But this game goes way beyond in making party members redundant. All four of them remain at set levels and don't gain experience points, and they don't learn new spells, and you can't even change their equipment. They don't even have any unique abilities to make up for it, and they're set to act automatically de to, uh, by default, although you can change this. And in the last place, the party members are simply dull. There is literally nothing to learn about them beyond what I said in the introduction. They might as well not exist at all. Let's talk presentation. Soundtrack is decent. The one wonders what Nobu Uematsu would have composed for the, for the game had he been involved, but the graphics are simply uninspired. Final Fantasy's usual character monster designs from the uh, 8 to 16 bit eras, uh, Yoshitaka Amano sits this one out and it shows. His distinctively detailed and impossible to mistake surrealist aesthetic is replaced with a rogues gallery of generic looking beasties. Not only are Amano's designs cooler to look at, even if it is, even his designs from the 8-bit Final Fantasy games make the ones from Mystic Quest look dated. The graphics aren't bad per se, but it means it just doesn't look like a Final Fantasy game at all. As for lasting value, well, because the game is so easy to beat, there is none. Mystic Quest is a short game. I beat it at 8 hours, but you can probably do it in less, and is completely linear. There are no side quests, no chocobos or airships to ride on, no optional dungeons or super bosses. You can't even explore the world map yourself. Benjamin walks between location markers when you press one of the directional buttons instead. I'm sorry to harp on this point, but even the NES games had that kind of stuff. Basically, this game doesn't stand up to repeat plays whatsoever. And to sum it up, who the hell thought this was a good idea? 
The idea of an entry-level game is stupid to begin with. Mystic Quest has lost the challenging strategy and epic storylines that made Final Fantasy what it is. And it still didn't sell anyway. Apart from the decent soundtrack, I can think of absolutely nothing to recommend this watered-down excuse for a nothing to recommend this watered-down excuse for a Final Fantasy game. P.S. By the way, Mystic Quest is known as Final Fantasy USA in Japan. If that's not a kick in the pants, I don't know what is. Reviewer score two of ten. Oh my God, you can jump. A Final Fantasy Mystic Quest review by Flint Ironstag, originally posted September thirteenth, two thousand twelve. Relatively relatively current for a review um here's i'm gonna sum up this review and in doing this summation for the review i will also tell you why guys like flint iron stag here drive me nuts about this game flint iron stag says this is a final fantasy game it is nothing like a final fantasy game except for the plot which is not very good um, and because it's a Final Fantasy game with a bad plot, it sucks as a game. Okay. Summation over. To, to go in depth on that a little bit more, he, probably like me, and a lot of other people, saw, ooh, new Final Fantasy game. I want to play that. I like Final Fantasy games. Yeah. Um, and he got it like, what the hell is this? This is not Final Fantasy. This is awful. This is horrible. This is bad. This is bad. Don't do it. Um, and I thought the same way, but you know what? I said, I'm going to play through this game. I'm going to finish this game, because I'm that kind of guy. And I thought, you know what? This game is not that bad. Just forget the Final Fantasy part of the title. I mean, he's already said the, the Nobu Uematsu, who did the music, is not involved with this project. And Yoshitaka Amano, who did the character monster design, are not part of this project. I don't even know if it was produced by the same people who produced, um, what's his name? What is his name? Let's look this up. With the magic of the internet. Uh, spin-off, it was released in North America, designed for entry-level player. Uh, let's see. Cozy ID was the director. Uh, Chihiro Fujioka, Yoshihiko Meikawa, and Ted Woosley. Good old Ted were the writers. So, look, here's the thing. Nobody who, who worked on the classic, and I use air quotes, classic Final Fantasy games worked on this game. So of course it's not going to look and feel and sound like a Final Fantasy game. None of the same people worked on it. It's kind of like I don't know. Think of a think of a great band, right? Think think of Van Halen. I know. I'm sorry. I said great band and Van Halen. I take it back. Think of Van Halen. Think of David Lee Roth Van Halen. I think of Sammy Hagar Van Halen. They're both bands. They both have the same idea, but Sammy Hagar Van Halen is much better than David Lee Roth Van Halen. It's just, you know. Had they taken off the Final Fantasy name on this game and just called the game Mystic Quest or Mystic Quest Legend, like it was called in PAL regions, um, I don't think the game would get as near as much hate as it does. 
because it's not a bad game. It is very easy, and it is very short. And this guy complaining about replay value, and there's no side quests, blah, 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 blah. and there's no random battles. Chrono Trigger didn't have random battles. I mean, for the most part. There were some battles that, you know, they're, they're fixed, right? You may not see the enemy on the screen and be able to interact with it immediately, but they're fixed. I'll bet if uh, he did a Chrono Trigger review, that was probably going to be sadly missing from that review. Um, music's great. I think the graphics are great. They're not super fancy, amazing, oh my goodness, Bahamut Lagoon, Treasure Hunter G, Ogre Battle graphics, but they're good graphics. You can see something and you know what it is. That, to me, is good graphics. You know? You don't have to scratch your head and wonder. Um, really, I, and, and I, this is kind of, this may seem weird. Alright, I'm gonna, gonna throw this out. Um, one of the people I'm subscribed to on YouTube, whose videos I enjoy watching, is the Half Blind Gamer. And he has done a lot of CDI game Let's Plays. He did the, um, the, the Zelda games, The Legend of Zelda, uh, Faces of Evil, Wand of Gamelon, and Zelda's Adventure. Those kind of fall into the same thing with this. Ignoring the really horrible cutscenes in those games. Um, at least the two of them, because Zelda's Adventure had live action and was a top-down kind of almost a blood omen looking thing. It was weird. Um, if you re if you strip all of the Link and Zelda stuff from those games and you put in generic heroes and whatever and remove those god-awful cutscenes, the games aren't bad. I've never played one. This is just what I have gathered from him talking about them. The games... The game's biggest draw is also the biggest problem. It's the biggest flaw with the game. You go into it expecting The Legend of Zelda. You go into this game expecting Final Fantasy. And you're not getting Final Fantasy. You're not getting the phenomenal Final Fantasy 4 or the damned hard Final Fantasy 1. You just you don't get those. Because that's not what this is. And it's a little sad, I think, that people have a hard time getting over that, you know. Speaking of Final Fantasies, I'm looking at the poll of the day here at GameFAQs. Um, today's poll, from the last 27 years, which numbered Final Fantasy title is your all-time favorite? And it lists them from 1 up to 14. Um, sadly, this is a sad day for me, uh, coming in with 23% of the vote, 3,352 people have decided Final Fantasy VII is the favorite of all time. That's sad. That is so bad. That game is awful. I don't know. I still, to this day, I don't get it. I don't get it. I've played through it I've uh, three or four times. I've watched people play through it. I've heard all the arguments about how great it is. And it just ain't, it don't hold water, man. It don't hold water. That is bad. Um, second place, second place coming in, Final Fantasy VI. I, I can get behind that. Uh, third place was ten, which, uh, no. <laughs> ten was bad. 
Uh, nine coming in after that, then eight, then four. Four way down there. I was expecting at least four to overtake eight, as much hate as eight gets from people. And I kind of thought nine would overtake ten, but nope. Um, five, five coming in with a two and a half percent. What do you think of that, Ragnats? Mm. Uh, eleven. Final Fantasy eleven was someone's favorite. One hundred and forty-four people. Point nine nine percent. Anyway. Slightly overshadowed by 14 with 1.8. 3 had 1.4. Final Fantasy 2, which I did not think was that bad. Not my favorite. Mind you. Um, coming in with uh, 53 people out of 14,586 at 0.36%. You know, viewers, weird stuff happens every day. Here's a weird thing that happened back in October. Like many in society's subgroups, people who work in the death industry or profession in the UK may believe it difficult to reach like-minded suitors. Hence, Carla Valentine established Dead Meat. Isn't that great? Earlier this year and told Vice.com in October that she has drawn 5,000 signups among morticians, coroners, embalmers, cemetery workers, taxidermists, etc. who share her chagrin that normal people are often grossed out or too indiscreet to respect the dignity in her industry's clients. We might, said Valentine, need a sensitive companion at the end of the day to discuss a particularly difficult decomposition. Or, she added, perhaps embalmers make better boyfriends because their work with cosmetics help them understand why women take so long to get ready? This one coming to us from just earlier in this month, uh, a passerby shooting video in November outside the Lucky River Chinese restaurant in San Francisco cut an employee banging large slabs of frozen meat on the sidewalk, which was an attempt, said the manager, to defrost them. A KPIX TV reporter visiting the precise sidewalk in the area in the video found it covered in blackened gum cigarette butts, and foot-tracked bacteria, but the manager said the worker had been fired and the meat discarded. The restaurant's previous health department rating was 88, which qualifies as adequate. India's Orissa state has established health camps to facilitate mass sterilizations to help control the booming population, but procedures were halted in November when Dr. Maish Chandra Root, Root Route, Matter-of-factly told BBC News that camps routinely use ordinary bicycle pumps to inflate women's abdomens. Orisa's senior health official immediately ended the practice and ordered sterilizations only in hospitals. Uh, according to this, enlarging the abdomen helps the surgeon to operate, but the proper agent is carbon dioxide. 
whatever you're into, I suppose. The Food and Veterinary Administration of Denmark shut down the food supplier Nordic Ingredients in November after learning that it used an ordinary cement mixer to prepare gelatin products for nursing home and hospital patients unable to swallow whole food. An FVA official told a reporter, it was an orange cement mixer just like bricklayers use. There were layers of crusty remains from previous uses. As many as 12 facilities, including three hospitals, had food on hand from Nordic ingredients. Nothing says lovin' like crusty remains from the cement mixer viewers. I'm assuming you've all been good this year. So, uh, I guess we'll do another one of these later, right? We'll keep it up. You enjoying the show? You, you liking it? Because I need to know. If you don't like it, I ain't going to do it no more. This is my day off. This is what I do on my day off. I get up. I sleep in to like 7. I make some coffee. I come and sit down and I do this. And... You know, I could sleep till 7.30. Really good. Well, you folks have a nice, safe, friendly holiday. We will be, uh, I think, taking next week off. I think we'll take Christmas Day off. What do you say? I'm thinking so. Uh, have a good one. <laughs>